Blog Talk Radio. like it should be Catherine it's it's uh, is it Helka I keep talking with this is very strange and uh, Anne is running uh, the board and waiting for Catherine to appear as a guest because uh, it'll make it easier for her when she um, trades bodies with Zora and I can still go ahead and keep an eye on everything here so I'm going to welcome you now to our Mother-Father-God call uh, that occurs every Wednesday at this time. And uh, we're going to have five guests. Did you see that? It was already posted. Uh, we're going to have Mother-Father-God. Uh, we're going to have St. Germain. Um, we're going to have uh, uh, Zora and uh uh, not Ashtar, he won't be here today. We're going to have uh, uh, Sananda. And who am I overlooking? There's going to be five. Oh, Archangel Michael is scheduled today as well. So just to tell you a little bit about um, our uh, channel, who is uh, Catherine, uh, Dr. Catherine E. May, who is uh, a doctor in... Uh, uh, clinical psychology. She's been a practicing psychologist in private practice in New York City and in the Hudson Valley area for 35 years. 
and she's quite well known. She's done seminars. She trains people, and she's very grateful for the people that are qualified and interested in learning the technique that she trained 30 years to uh, uh, master. She wrote, it took her 20 years to write the book. And Dr. May's website is whoneedsgod.org. That's whoneedsgod.org, O-R-G. And uh, you can go to her website. You can order the book uh, by the same name. And you can explore even further going up to the tab at the top that says Channeled Info. And uh, when it says Channeled Info, you click on that and you can begin, right? Um, When things started scrambling on Dr. May's screen (laughs) and she wasn't the one doing it, she realized there was someone that wanted to be heard. And it all began there. So it's a wonderful saga to learn how this all began. Um, Dr. May um, has been, oh, good. Now, I see your mic is open on the site that says Catherine. Uh, Catherine, is that you? Um, This is very weird because the mic is open uh, on the guest line that says Catherine. And um, Helka, is that you again, honey? Helka, is your line open? Um um, I yes. think that this is me, so what I'm going to do, I'm now going to hang up and call back in, so whatever happened there. Uh, yeah, maybe, the, how I are you calling in, how are you calling in, Helka? From, from the cell phone. Are you calling in by telephone or by Skype? From uh, my cell phone. Well, somehow it is coming through on the line that appears to be Catherine. She she came right on with her name on it. Um, but every time I speak on that line, it's Helka. This is a big mystery, but we do need our Catherine May here. So, Helka, how about you going ahead and hanging up and calling in again? We still we have 100 lines open, and uh, there's a lot of people here, but there's still some lines left. So you can still come in. And I would be very grateful if you would go ahead then and you hang up. And let's see if we've got Catherine here with us. She's got her mic open, but it's you who I speak to. This is very strange. All right. Now, that line has closed. And uh, Catherine, if you're listening, um, Helka has closed that line and, and with it, Area code 905, I don't know which phone you're calling in on, Catherine, but the one you called in on has gone down. So we need Catherine to call in and Helka to call in. We're experiencing a very mysterious, and Anne is not your channel, you know. I'm the assistant. I'm the co-host. My name is Anne DeHart, and uh, I also have... Uh, a website that many of you have been following for over two years, and it's called HollowEarthNetwork.com. That's HollowEarthNetwork.com, and this is where we met Zora. Uh, On the second day of April 2011, I was invited to uh, attend a, a conference call with a man. I was told... 
had been to Hollow Earth six times. Somebody said, would you like to be on a call if somebody's been to Hollow Earth? I said, oh, sure, I'm game. And I was introduced to Colonel Billy Faye Woodard, also known today as Zorea, Zora's son. Uh, Zorea was in a human body. He had been deposited up here as just a little human toddler, about four or five years old. And uh, I'm just wondering why we're not getting uh, Dr. May on here. Try this one. Catherine, I'm on Skype. Don't know my number. Hmm. Is this? Let me see. Let me see if I can open this line. Catherine, is this you? I opened a line that says 1111, a Skype line. Is this you, Catherine? Hmm. I've opened the line where you're saying, try this one, Catherine, I'm on Skype, but I don't hear you. What is Anne going to do? Well, I'm going to... Con- Who's that laughing? Was that you, Catherine? Well, who else is on the... <laughs> this is quite weird. Who, who did I hear laugh just now? There. Try this one. Okay, I'll try this one. It's open. Catherine? Or is this Helka? Helka? I've got two lines open here, both of them just one 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 one. Okay, this one went down, muted itself. That must have been Catherine there. Catherine, we're not hearing you. What what is going on? Um, now the other one went down. Catherine had two Skype lines open. Hmm. Catherine, I'm wondering if if I should hang up as a host and you should come in on, I don't know, it must be, Catherine is up in uh, Canada um, on retreat and she has to drive 30 minutes just to get to a telephone line. Um, but she's always been able to access a telephone line, but apparently that's not the case today. And... Uh, I don't know how we're going to hmm, get her on telephone. Anyway, I was invited to this call. Uh, did I want to uh, hear a man who had been to Hallor six times? And, of course, I said, sure, I'm game. And it was uh, Richard who invited me um, and about five or six others as well as myself that were on the call when we were first introduced to Colonel Billy Fay Woodard. And uh, Colonel Billy Fay Woodard is has now been on the surface about 62 years. Uh, he was uh, asked by his father, Zora, who lives in Hollow Earth. Many of us know Zora very well. And Zora, uh, when he found that uh, when Admiral Byrd did enter the Hollow Earth, um, he was thrilled he was amazed he was excited to hurry up to the surface and tell us that there was this extraordinary highly advanced civilization living in hollow earth and um, 
and the message he was to bring to us was to stop using fossil food fuels, fossil fuels, and to stop using uh, nuclear. Uh, it was disturbing not over not only those inside of the earth, but our whole universe. Okay. Um, oh, she can hear me. You can hear me. This must be Catherine six six one seven four eight zero two four zero. I'm going to open this line. Is this you, Catherine? <sighs> yeah, it's got to be Catherine because she's typing me messages, but we can't hear you, Catherine. I've got your microphone on. Is there something I shouldn't have done here on the board? Let me see if I can open up someone else's and, uh, line. Just who's that? Hello. Yes. Uh, may I ask who I'm talking with? Hello. Hi. This is uh, Dan. This is Nash, and I can get so much feedback. Every word you say echoes through. Well, you uh, you are talking on an open line that apparently Catherine is on. Oh, here she's no, at I, another one. Oh, now it went away. She said this one, and then it went away. Somehow <laughs> or other, those of you coming in on Skype or whatever are coming in on the same line that Catherine is coming in on, um, way up there in um, the wilds of Canada uh, where she's on retreat. Here, let me try this one. Let me try this one. Catherine says this one. She can type to me. Okay, I opened that one, Catherine. Can you and hear Nash? me? Yes. Is this you? Oh, my goodness. I've been trying to get a message <laughs> to you. I've been typing madly to get you to answer. Well, I couldn't figure I, out which was mine until I I've been answering every one that you typed on, and other people come through the line with you. Um, I'm going to close Nash's line here in London. He came through on uh, your line. When you open no. the line, others come in too. I guess. Anyway, I thought <laughs> I've been trying to get on for an hour and oh. had didn't have enough um, power to come through, and it was very scratchy. And now it seems to be working. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would like to introduce Dr. Catherine May, um, who is our channel and has um, um, a number of guests that are already um, looking over her shoulder, um, deciding who's going to be first, who's going to be next. And I've already um, explained uh, Dr. May's uh, background and her website um, her credits, and uh, Catherine, I'm going to turn this over to you. Okay, but if I, if you should lose me, um, I think it'd be best if we uh, reschedule for another night. We'll see how this goes. Okay, okay. But for the earlier, I kept being cut off, and then it would take, you know, 10 minutes to get back on. So oh, if geez. I should lose you, yeah, if I should lose you again, um, I'm the 661 number, and it, I don't know why I'm on here mm-hmm. twice. But 
because well, I you, kept you're on there three them. times. You're on there three yeah. times, and before that, you there was a nine oh five number you were coming through on. No, I was trying. I thought that was mine because it popped up just as I got on. That must have been no. Helka. Yeah, it was. It turned no. out to be I Helka. Was just, but I was trying to locate where my number is because I didn't know what it was. I'm calling in on Skype, and it didn't show up as Skype. Hmm. I guess well, because I'm calling from Canada. Are you comfy, Catherine? Are after all this? Are you? Do you need a little time to um, no, get cozy? I'm, and, I'm, I'm actually in my car at the library in in Bonday, Canada, and I've always had a good connection here before. So I hope it'll work. Well, we're going to so give you a I, few minutes. Your first guest will most likely be Mother, Father, God. All and, right. Uh, just, um, okay, we'll let you just uh, do what you need to do. And we're just grateful that we finally were able to connect. And we're just 13 minutes into the call, so we haven't lost a lot of time. And uh, we're waiting to hear now from Mother, Father, God. Yes, dear ones, we're very happy to reach you. That was a funny process, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. And thank you for being patient, everyone. We did manage to come through. Well, let's see. What shall we tell you tonight? We had prepared a program for you including a visit from Zora. But I'm not sure if we'll do that now. We'll see how it goes. First, let's just greet everyone and say how happy we are to be here. It is a historic time. We are so excited and delighted at what is happening on the planet. You who are there slugging through the days may not be as aware as we are. We say this in our messages often, but I think it's valuable to tell you again that what we see is tremendous. It is wonderful. Of course, there are still some dark pockets Those are being reduced in size as the the darkest ones are being taken away off out of your environment. You will notice there are many who are being arrested. You heard the, the news of the Vatican, the people who have been manipulating and calculating for their own purposes. It was very funny, actually. The fellow who was trying to steal the funds (laughs) tried to carry $23 million in cash from Switzerland across the border. I believe he was he was extremely optimistic about his his ability to be a criminal in uh, 
a priest's clothing, but it didn't work. And so he has been arrested and taken off. And that will make it much easier for the Pope who is there now to continue with his house cleaning. He is doing a lovely job, quietly working, proceeding with his purpose, which is to restore the church to the people. And as you know, our St. Germain is working very closely with him on a day-to-day basis, speaking in his ear. They are working together, as they have for a long preparation for this. It is delightful for us to see it is working. You probably also heard of the money, the the gold being bought. Yes, it it does have to do with this. All these things that you're hearing in the news that might sound like just oh an incident here, an incident there. No, it is glorious. Egypt has triumphed. They will have a new leader all over the world. Things are happening fast. In Montreal, near where Catherine is staying, there is a celebration that is an international fireworks celebration, competition, you might say. Isn't that fun? People from all over the world bring thousands and thousands of dollars worth of fireworks to create the best fireworks that anyone has ever seen in the history of the world. I hope you're watching it on television. It must be it must be uh, publicized. What a fun event. What a lovely way to use gunpowder to make fireworks for everyone's pleasure. Things are indeed changing, aren't they? And we have a few other uh, bits of information to pass on to you. In terms of the environmental conditions, your rivers are running cleaner. Have you seen that? There are many places where there are officials who measure the water and air quality. It is improving. In many places around the globe that have been terribly, terribly polluted, things are improving. These are thanks to your, this, this progress is thanks to your your star brothers and sisters whose technology is being used to help you? What a generous gift, is it not? What a wonderful thing to do to help Mother Earth 
to cleanse herself. It was such a strain for her. It had become impossible for her to keep up with the injuries that have been inflicted. It was necessary to call in the troops, as you might say, and they came gladly. They are watching your progress with such fondness and exhilaration. There is celebration going on on all the ships. You know Ashtar tells you he's there on the New Jerusalem with Ananda and with many, many crew members and others from all over the galaxy. It is an enormous ship. We have told you when you look out at night in the evening, the evening star, it is the New Jerusalem parked there in front of what you used to see as Venus. There it is. Largest life, as you might say. And they are having a party. There is a place, uh, an area on the ship that is like an enormous park. People can gather there by the thousands. And they do. It is a wonderful time. Now, we have told you we do not give you dates. But if you are aware, if you feel the sensation of the energies flowing across the planet, you know, you know that it's rising. You know that we are in the midst of an enormous change. Do you not? Look around you, children. Look. Look at your neighbors. Notice the people you see in the stores, in the streets. They're smiling, aren't they? More than they ever did. It is affecting many, many more people. So take those blinders off your eyes, dear ones, and look around you. Look especially at the children, the bright and sparkling children. They only want to be happy. And in their happiness, they are at a higher level than most of the adults on the planet. The children will have no problem leading the way through the ascension. Children are natural, as are the animals. Look to your children. Notice how bright they are. Notice how full of life they are. Children remain in their I am presence. 
as long as their world permits it. Some manage to maintain it till they're two years old, some till three, four, five, some even until they're teenagers. Those of you who are parents, cultivate your own I am presence. This is how you will teach your children. It is the most important thing you can teach them. No amount of spelling and mathematics and science can possibly serve them as knowing their own I am presence, knowing that they are, that they belong, that they are the brilliant bearers of the future, the light of the future. Take care not to discourage those children, not to interfere. They are the hope. They are the ones who will carry the wonderful changes, who will be full of brilliant ideas and creative solutions which will come from their hearts. Those of you who have lived on planet Earth for many years during this incarnation have been so trained, so absorbed in your culture, you have forgotten that it makes no sense to work 60 hours a week. It makes no sense to leave your family for long days at a time to be a, what do you call it, a road warrior? Your relationships are what matter. Look to your relationships. Look to your friendships. Look to your family. Acknowledge their importance to you. Tell them you love them. They will be delighted. Tell them you wish to spend more time with them. And then make it happen. Turn off your televisions. And really look at the people around you. They have hopes and dreams too. They have feelings. And most of all, they have feelings about you. Let them show how they feel. And if it takes a little while to repair your relationship, so be it. Make it happen. Do not block any expressions of impatience or regrets from your children or anger. Perhaps they are angry at you. Perhaps you have ignored their deepest feelings. 
you probably didn't do it on purpose. You probably were busy. Do not be busy any longer. The time for being busy has long passed. It is not an honor. It is not a measure of good character to be busy. It simply means you are probably neglecting the people you care about. So, that is our message. Look. Look to yourselves. Look to your heart. Measure deeply what you feel. Open your eyes. Notice the people around you. Ask, not how can I defend myself from this person? Not how can I discourage them from calling me out on something? Not how can I keep them quiet so they won't annoy me? No. Look into their eyes. You will see. You will see who they are. You will see where they come from. Don't assume that your children belong to you. Don't assume that your brothers and sisters are required to love you. Earn their love by looking into their eyes. Not by giving them gifts. Not even by spending long hours. What is necessary is real contact. Real connection. And that can only happen when two people are together, can feel each other's vibration and can look into each other's eyes. Do not fear that intimacy. It is what makes life so pleasurable. It is how you are made. You are made to enjoy the company of others, are you not? If you're not enjoying the company of others, question it. Why? Why are you too tired to speak with the ones who love you? Why must you hide behind the television remote gadget? Why must you? Of course, you know it used to be. Father would come home and put his newspaper in front of him so that the children couldn't see him so that his wife wouldn't speak with him. Those days are over. Remove the objects, the gadgets, the pretenses, and look at each other. Let your children look into your eyes. This is how they will know who you are. Rise up, children. So many of you have done such good work. 
in former lifetimes. Now many of you, let us let us fill you in on a little more information about this incarnation. Many, many of you chose this incarnation knowing how dark things had become. Knowing that this is a very difficult time, the most difficult time. And yet you decided not only would you come, but you would come under the most difficult circumstances. It has been a very difficult time. Many social changes have created poverty in some parts of the world, competition for jobs, both parents working. It has been a very hard time for children. And those of you who are now grown but have lived through these times, and yet you came. There is a question on the table as well. Why is it that there are some who came with more than one soul? Several people have asked us this. As difficult as it may seem to you to comprehend, this was the time when everyone wanted to be here. There could not possibly be enough babies to serve the purpose for everyone to come. And this is why some are sharing. It is a very convenient arrangement, one which works nicely, especially for those who are in positions of difficult leadership. And so, the arrangements are made. It is always two who are very compatible, who are close, who can work well together. So there are some now who may be embodying more than one soul. So here you all are, so many of you, even more than the numbers of the planet. (laughs) And why would anyone want to be here when it was the most difficult time possible? For two reasons. You are courageous. You are daring. And even though this lifetime may have seemed to you very difficult, very uh, heavy, difficult for you to awaken, difficult for you to get your balance, you have reached deep into yourselves and found the strength. And that is the strength from former lives. You have been seasoned well. Those of you who are the masters are here to help. And even for you it has been difficult. It may not seem like the brilliant life you had 
hoped you would have, but it is. When you are able to swim in rough seas, that is a measure of your character. And all of you listening, and all of those who are going to listen to this, you know you have been through difficulties of all sorts and you have proven yourselves. Now, open your eyes and look around you and see all of those who have also proven themselves. Look to each other with love and friendship and respect and the vibration on the planet will rise even more. Look for the strength in those around you. Not not what you don't like. Look for the strength in them. Look for the miracles they've created. Look how they've kept going through difficult times. All of you have strengths. Look for that. Search for it in others. Do not be discouraged by mm, their quirks or their clothing or their attitudes or their race or religion or social status. Look deeply. You will find magic you will find masters disguised. They are all around you. And there will be more. And now, we will turn this back to Anne and let her continue. And we'll see who would like to come through next. Well... That was very interesting. Um, Am I hearing an echo or am I hearing Catherine? Okay. I I am not speaking now. (laughs) Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Uh huh. I can hear you. This is Catherine. I hear you. Okay. And we heard Mother, Um, Father, God very clearly. Oh, good. (laughs) Why are we having a problem with you? (laughs) Oh, Um, maybe my voice doesn't have as much power as theirs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see who would like to come next. I did feel feel a nudge from St. Germain. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I have to tell you that probably the next call we will do this. I have been practicing to do the the channeling by leaving my body and letting the others come in as I was uh, practicing with Zora. So possibly next week when we do the call, uh-huh. I will ask you and St. Germain to host the call mm-hmm. so that 
so that I can simply leave my body and let various masters come through. My. So if I'm not here, I can't be the host. So well, I can run the board, and Saint Germain can um, um, interact with the guests. I think that'll work out well. All right. Well, unless we hear otherwise, that's what we will do next week. Okay. Okay. So probably next week, either next Wednesday or the Saturday call, whichever, you know, Uh if we're ready. We're ready to do that. All right. All right. And, of course, there will be no call this coming Saturday. Right. Um, it doesn't show that on on my um, site, but um, the Saturday calls are every other week. So the next call will be on the 13th, Saturday the 13th, for our Saturday mm-hmm. Zora calls. Uh-huh. It's wonderful that people can now call in to the Zora calls from all over the world on their computer. Mm-hmm. There were lots on the on the call last time, weren't there? There were. I'm going to have to check the numbers. And it's not only the ones that are on the call, but um, the ones that uh, pick up the recording. Some of them are asleep on the other side of the world uh, during the live call. But but the, uh, the recording is up within minutes just by using the same call-in number. So it's, you know, it's just unless you have... A, a, a question you want to pose live, the recording is just as good. Uh, and it just yes. is timely. And I, I'll remind people, it's not a call-in number. It's on your computer. No. So those who come across the world. I know. I've, I've been doing calls for so many years, and we talk, and to me, it's it's. I, I've changed it. I've changed deliberately changed the wording. Um, but now I have to change my programming <laughs> my own programming <laughs> yeah okay so i have i have felt uh presence here so it's saint germain mm. and he would like to talk with people so okay well we'll just le- yeah just let you two settle in there and give you a minute to see who's going to run this body and speak these words, and the next words that we hear will be St. Germain, who's been quite busy lately. Have you not, St. Germain? Ah, yes, dear Anne. Oh, busy is hardly the word for it. (laughs) It has been a wonderful time. I have traveled to many places, of course, for me, it's very simple to travel very quickly. I have been around the world. I'm also consulting with, at at all times, with our our master, Quan Yin, who is in charge of the Eastern world, the distributions that are going on there. It is a wonder to see the team of people, enormous teams of people who are helping with this project. It 
it makes my heart sing to see the cooperation, the effort, the sincere and genuine hard work that has gone into creating this. You cannot imagine the details that are required. And of course, we were working in secret for many years. And those who were making the the contacts on the ground, as we say, were in danger for many years, had to be very careful. Some had to hide their own identities. Many were threatened. It was a dangerous kind of work, sometimes requiring making contacts with organizations across the planet that some might think are rather unsavory, but occasionally we find a gem or you might say a plant in one of those organizations and those are the people we worked with. There are in in the United States, there are CIA operatives who are working with us. There are government officials who have, have genuinely have the people's interests at heart. You may not think so from the news, the scandals, the difficulties in Congress, but there are those who continue to work for freedom, for the best, for the people. And they are aware, some of them, they are aware of what is happening. And they are what you could could describe as holding down the fort. They cannot announce that they are the ones who are, you know, holding the flag for St. Germain. They have not been able to do that, not until this time, which, and very soon you will be hearing who these people have been. And they will get proper credit finally. It will do my heart good to see the celebrations and to honor these people who have worked with me for years now, many years, in silence, in secret, never revealing that they have been working, some of them many hours a week for years on end, never revealing that this was what they were doing. It is marvelous to see. And, of course, there it's very difficult for those who are struggling just to get a paycheck and keep their family going. It's difficult to spend time thinking about who these mysterious folks might be And some of you have lost faith. Some of you have gotten tired of 
being told it's going to happen? Well, it is happening. It is no longer in the future. I no longer have to say soon. It is happening now. Watch for the announcements of funding being released. You will see in places around the earth where the need is desperate, that is where the funds will be released first. There is, of course, the humanitarian reason for this, but there is also the reason that those people will be helped and it will not upset all of the governments in the world, all of the social and physical arrangements to help the people who are in the worst position, you also realize that as soon as the war ceased, everyone is more prosperous. There has been a propaganda afoot in the Western world, mostly that war creates prosperity. Nonsense. War creates death. Hunger, pain, separation, and enmity between those on the world, on the planet, those who would be brothers and sisters. There is nothing good about war. It does not raise your economy. That is a blatant lie. It did. It did line the pockets of the dark ones who you call the Illuminati. Those who have co-opted all of the best organizations on the planet. They have insidiously taken on the robes and the trappings and the characteristics of of churches, of organizations that were humanitarian, of even even the Masons. Dear to my heart, the secret organization that I helped to found, even that was infiltrated and taken over, used for the purpose of gathering power. But when they do their celebrations, they do their traditions and their rituals, they are empty, pompous, pretentious. It is nonsense. They have no feeling for the rituals. They have no loyalty to the group. It was simply used as a cover as they have done in political parties, in religious groups, in educational groups. You know that. 
These are the knots we are untying. And it was a complex web. Little by little, they have been taken away. You are seeing the changes now. You are seeing peace breaking out across the planet. There will be no more wars. No more nuclear weapons. There will be everywhere countries talking to one another through various leaders, diplomats, some who are not even in official positions are doing powerful work. All those things must be put in place. All those relationships must be solidified. Justice, Mother, Father, God suggested you do in your families. This is what we are doing on a global scale. Everywhere, we are arranging talks. Countries speaking with each other. Second and third tier diplomatic officials running around the globe, talking to each other, finding new common ground. Your president, Obama, made a historic visit to South Africa. He was welcomed with such warmth and and appreciation. He visited where Mandela walked. He honored Mandela. It was a historic accomplishment. It helped to raise the vibration. It helped to make links between your country and those around the world who have been neglected. There will be no more neglecting the small countries. No more ignoring the terrible bloodshed. No more looking the other way while entire countries are pushed into bankruptcy and destitution and hunger by the powers that be who care only for their power and their wealth and have had not a whit of concern that their their actions have left millions of people starving. Those, those ones you call the movers and shakers, they are gone. Many are clones. You can tell. They look pale. They are weakening. Yes, it is happening now. So no more complaining, dear ones. No more complaining. 
Look around you. It is happening. And now, dear Anne, I will allow you to take the microphone back so that you can continue your talking with the the visitors here. And I want you to know that I would be happy to be your co-host. That'll be fun. fun. Uh Uh-oh, there's there's an echo there. It could be Hmm. when we're... When we're both on the line, this is a a different connection from Catherine's computer. Mm -hmm. It may be Mm -hmm. the cause of the problem. Well, we're very grateful for all your updates and and for your awakening us to the realization of what we're witnessing and not even realizing it. Um, Thank you so much. Um, we need uh, things are happening um, in such a light fashion until it's all drawn together for us in the picture that you just gave us um, it could um, be disregarded not really realizing what's going on so thank you so much St. Germain and I I look forward to working with you next week Namaste Namaste. And uh, we'll wait for Catherine, um, or she may just want to settle in with her next guest. So if we don't hear a word from... Oh, okay, there you are. Uh Yeah, Yeah, I need to stretch a little (laughs) in between. Yeah, that's, that's... We still have 28 minutes yet, Catherine. Okay, and I'm sorry about the um, the complication, but we'll. Uh, I won't be doing it from here too frequently, but it looks like mm-hmm. it will work. Um, I think I've discovered the the problem. I'm I moved my car about ten feet. Oh, and it, and it changed the connection. Oh my and it's goodness. So, Seems to be working fine now. So we can do this again. All right, now well, let's see. Mm-hmm. Yes, what were you going to say? Well, I was, um, I don't know. We've got four four guests with questions. Um, and we have 27 minutes, and we're just waiting to see who is going to be our next guest. Well, I had thought that Zora would be appearing today, but I don't hear him. Mm-hmm. I think he may be waiting till the next call. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, why don't we take a few questions? There's no rigid rule. We can take mm-hmm. a few questions. We've left people on the line so many times that yes. it would be nice. If we and and the two the two that um, uh, of your your cosmic guests that have been announced uh, that we haven't spoken with yet are Sananda and Archangel Michael. So um, that's totally up to you and your guests 
Do you want me to pull up one of the calls here, Catherine? Maybe there's someone that is Greetings, ready to hear. Greetings. Dear, dear Master. Yes, and it is I, Zora. Oh, Zora. Oh, okay. Hi, Zora. I come today to give you my my greetings, my love, and and to plan. We will meet again. I will come next to the next call where I will inhabit Catherine's body. I will I will practice with her. She is becoming more accustomed to allowing me to take over for for the talks that we have. It will be it will be fine. And we will meet again next week. I wanted to send my blessings that you have love, compassion, joy, fun, and laughter in your week. Yes. And we will... Thank you. Speak again on the next call. Thank you, Zora. And we heard familiar words there that you have taught us uh, in your goodbye message. And it's a beautiful uh, harmony, peace, joy, uh, healing and laughter be with you. It's wonderful. Thank you, Zora. I'm glad you took time to, to say hello. And uh, we will wait now. Um, I think Catherine is stepping aside for some of her cosmic guests. We do know that there are four questions waiting. We're going to do our best for everybody. Let's see who shows up. Dear, dear lady, Nada, this is this is Sananda. We are here. Oh my! Yes. We. We wish to answer your questions today. We haven't had a chance to do that in the past. And there are others on the call who would like to speak with us. Let us do that. All right. Um, I'll go right ahead with the one who's been waiting the longest here and... uh, They've been waiting 15 minutes. I'm opening up area code 786. And uh, you, your line is open. And I believe Sananda is still here. Hi. Uh, good evening. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Uh-huh. Good evening, Anne. Good evening, Sananda. Good evening, Masters. Um, it's, it's an honor to be on the call again tonight. Uh, what I'd like to ask is... Uh, oh, we need to- your name. Your name, please. Ooh, I'm Jeff. Jeff in Miami. Oh, okay, Jeff. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Greetings, Jeff. Uh, greetings. Welcome. Um, thank you again for being here with us uh, at this crucial time in, in history. Um, 
question is, uh, there's a lot of things going on right now with the with the announcements, um, and there's also things going on on 3D land over here where we're living. Uh, what what is your um, uh, take or direction or guidance on the next few weeks? Uh, we, we're, we're in survival game right now, most of us uh, that I've been hearing. And uh, sh should we be looking to make money? I mean, to looking to make extra money uh, from new projects and stuff, or should we just keep to the uh, program of the ascension and the awakening and the funds being released and then um, move into the dreams and, and goals and projects that we have planned? Thank you. Yes, it's true. You are in a time of transition. It would be important now to spend your energies, as you said, on the ascension work. If those projects you are initiating are of humanitarian value, if they are if they are worthy projects in your own mind, then by all means pursue them. Whether they earn you money now or or help others later, those projects that have already been initiated, which are in in a higher vibration, will continue. You will not be so pressed for money, but you will want to continue the projects that are worthwhile regardless. If it is a project that is only to make money and does not in any way benefit humanity, or if it even may add to the suffering of others in some indirect way, it will fail. So gauge your the way you spend your energies with those guidelines in mind. Any project that is of the light will succeed. Any that has ele have has elements of darkness will not succeed, no matter how hard you work at it. So you see, it is not an either-or question, is it? No. Do you understand? I understand. Yes, I understand. Mm, that's Just, uh, interesting. Thank you so much. I guess we're so anxious to to keep moving forward. So thank you so very much for your time and your answer. Many blessings to you. Thank you, Jeff. That was good. I think a lot of people are um, vacillating in that very area. Um, should they put their interest in making money or um, having more meditation time and helping others? Uh, lift their vibrations. So thank you, Jeff. And I'm going to uh, area code 405. Um, you've been waiting about three quarters of an hour. Um, may we have your name and uh, 
where you're calling from, area code 405. Your line is open. Uh, yes, this is Bill from Oklahoma. Go ahead, Bill. It is rumored uh, tomorrow, since it's a special holiday uh, here in the U.S., uh, there's rumor that we might have a special announcement, and I'm just wondering if there's a good chance of that. Well, Bill, you know we don't give dates. Yes. And yes, the announcements are coming. My my advice to you is keep your eyes open. Okay. There will be smaller announcements preceding the blockbuster <laughs> announcement. They are designed that way because we do not want to shock and upset everyone at once. Okay. We are preparing. You you are noticing now. This is the time of preparation. Yes. This is the time that people are awakening and settling into the expectation that something is coming. That's very important. Mm-hmm. It must not be simply sudden for everyone. This preparation time is most important. And you and those on this call who are talking with others about it are preparing are helping to prepare the groundwork. Yes. yes. Thank you. All righty. Uh, let's see. We have 16 minutes left here. And, uh, Bill, I'm closing your line and slipping right into area code 310, uh, opening your line, your name, and a very concise question, please. Greetings, hello and good day to our cosmic friends and uh, to my earthly brothers and sisters. And um, My name is uh, Raisa. I uh, come from uh, the great nation of Russia. And my question to Sananda is, please um, tell us about the contribution of the Russian people at this crucial moment in the Earth's history. Um, and thank you so much. You are loved beyond what the words can express. Yes, dear Raisha, thank you and welcome. Thank yes, you. The Russian, the Russian people have played an important part. It has been a difficult century for the Russian people. Their awakening has been especially difficult because of the years of oppression. It is it is difficult training to be under uh Uh, uh, circumstances which have been so oppressive for so many years and still maintain your connection to your hearts. It has occurred although many were 
we're tired, we're frustrated, we're deprived of the dignity of knowing that they could care for their families, that they could that they could live the dream that was Russia. There is in the consciousness of the Russian people a memory of greatness. Not just military greatness, cultural, artistic greatness. There have been times during your history when that was celebrated, when there were glorious triumphs in music, the arts, architecture, all of the arts. You had a you had a queen once named Catherine. The name may be familiar to you. Yes. There was an upsurge of art and a new kind of freedom for a while. It left an imprint on the consciousness of the people. The wish for greatness to be elevated to take your place as the cultural and social leaders. There have been experiments in Russia, the government of communism, which, of course, became dictatorships very quickly. It was not entirely successful, but it did. It did offer the concept that all are one, that all help each other. In that, the Russian people do have the hope, the knowledge, the the feeling in their hearts that that is the intention. It may not have been successful as a political experiment, but the feeling of uplifting your hearts to reach for something great, that remains in the consciousness of the Russian people. And it will flourish again. It is already happening. There are books, poets, the dance, the ballet has never has never disappeared in these past years of greatness. It has been an example of what the Russian people are capable of. Russia will shine again. There will be changes. There will be great changes in the government. You have had practically every form of government possible 
in the last 200 years, two, three, four hundred years. The Russian people are used to experimenting. That history will serve you well. The people are poised for change because the change has been so frequent in your history. That will serve you well. Does that answer your question, dear? Um, yes, um, almost fully. <laughs> uh, and the contribution of the Russian people to the world culture, I, I mean, to the world um, right now, is uh, through the political means, or it's it's the people, the groundwork that people do that will um, shift. Uh, the energy of the planet uh, from that side of the world. Oh, yes, it already has. There are many more Russians who travel now who are able to experience cultures other than their own, who are able to reach out. It has been an expansive time. And of course, it will be all in every country, it will be the people who make the real change. And the Russian people have always known that. Well, that was beautiful. And we're so happy to, so happy to have you join us all the way from Russia, (laughs) Risha. Thank you so much. Um, I, I'm I'm um, only breaking in on this because we have one uh, caller left, and I hate to leave someone um, un- unnoticed. Uh, so um, if it's all right with you, I'd like to move on to our last caller. Um, it looks like this person is from Missouri, and her name might be Monica. Is that who it is, Monica? <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> well, what do you know? Um, you you have about the five or six minutes, Monica. Okay, my question is uh, about breaking the agreement. Um, I've been meditating on breaking the agreement. Is that been working? Is that a question for Sananda? I believe so. Breaking the agreement. You are referring to your past, past, personal, and future. Yes. Personal yes. agreements. Yes. That that carried an element of darkness with it. Right. There are many who may not know what you are referring to. Okay. It is a time for truth. Truth is not bound by three-dimensional or earthly concepts. The concept of agreements, as you know it, in your 
cultures is often one of legality or of convenience or even of a master trying to subdue a slave. Those agreements are not true agreements. An agreement must be of equal um, enthusiasm, let's say, on each part. If it is not that, it is not an agreement. If someone is coerced, if someone is misinformed deliberately, if someone is forced into an agreement that they would not freely have gone into on their own, those agreements must not stand. And it does not matter how many laws you have written that say if you put your signature on that piece of paper, you are bound by it. Well, nonsense. If it was coerced from you, if it was an unfair agreement to begin with, it should not hold any water. Thank you so much. You're welcome, dear. Namaste. Namaste. Wonderful. Wonderful. That was very, very interesting and um, uh, unthought of by many. And yet again, I'm sure there are those that wonder um, how binding any um, agreements might be that they've placed their signatures on in 3D Earth. So that's quite comprehensive. And uh, Sananda, we have four minutes um, for, it's not much time for your message. Um, What would you like to do with it? Well, that was my message today, dear. We... We do not have to give a speech every time. (laughs) I wanted to make myself available to answer your questions with all of the people here because there have been many. Yes. And um, also, I want to... Catherine has reminded me to ask to come back to speak with you for a moment. Oh, okay. I'm going to let her come through. Mm Mm-hmm. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much. Very enlightening. Thank you. Okay, this is Catherine. All Um, right, you got three minutes, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I meant to thank and give credit to the musicians who have... Oh, yeah given us the music that we play the and to tell people that there is a very nice um, YouTube video that is the song called Archangel in the Snow and if you go to video to YouTube no iTunes I forget which it is oh well look for Archangel in the Snow and the musician calls himself Johnny Angel. 
So there is a video there that is very nice, and you'll hear the finished um, the finished version of that song. Also, the two songs that we frequently use, one is called Lucille by Jonathan Goldenfall, and the other one is called Just Like the Moon, also by Jonathan Goldenfall. They are songs that he's written that do have lyrics, but he he gave me the instrumental version so I could use it on the show. So I thought that was important to give credit to our musicians who were very generous with their work. So now that we, I think we can finish the call now. Mm-hmm. Anne, are you there? Um, fortunately, we did get to do it. I know there were a few moments where what I heard was as if you were stuttering, and I know you don't stutter. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think there was something not too perfect about the connection, but we'll see when we hear the recording. And now, if we're finished, I will play, or we could play, one of the um, the, the pieces by Jonathan Goldenthal called Just Like the Moon. Mm-hmm. So what do I do, like Catherine? Just, just hit that arrow there, the play arrow? The arrow, yes. And I will say goodnight to everyone and see you next time. Good night, Catherine. Good night, everybody. Good night, Anne. Good night, everybody.